0: Hey everyone, I'm Mike Bonomo. Welcome to another episode of Fight the Fade. I'm here with Brian Davies. Hello. Brian Davies. What's up? What are we doing? Dude, do you like Bernie Sanders?
1: I'm a big Bernie guy.
0: Oh my god, get the fuck off this station right now. Bernie bro. Yang
1: gang. <laughs> Yang, Yang gang. The Bernie, the Bernie Yang ticket.
0: And this has nothing to do with what we're talking about Not today. at all. Nothing. I don't even know why I said that today. We are going to be talking about the black death.
1: Big bubonic, what's up?
0: <laughs> the pestilence. Hey, the bubonic plague. What's up? Ooh.
1: Coming at you triple threat, seven times.
0: Death on death on death on death on death.
1: i um, did you did you know it, I, I cuz I know you didn't get to this point in your research. I had no idea we had we had black death in America. What? Yeah, did you not? Did you read that one? No. San Francisco, 1900 to 1904. No one. And I, then I, 1907 to it 1908. It'd probably be
0: better if that happened to San Francisco right now.
1: <laughs>
0: Why, just Michael? Just to
1: reset them. <laughs> reset <laughs> whom, Michael? Reset whom?
0: Nah, we're not. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> let me. Let me just start this off with a little opening. Between 1347 and 1351, a fog of death rolled throughout the lands. The death hit hard and fast. It was relentless. Killing around 200 million people in Eurasia, everything fell apart.
1: Did you come up with fog of death on your own? Yeah. That's pretty metal fucking. <laughs> That's pretty awesome.
0: All the trade routes came to a stop. Land under cultivation was left untamed and all of the laborers were gone. It was hell on earth. And in Florence, the famous poet, Petrick was directly in this shit. When he wrote about the death, he didn't think anyone was going to believe what he had seen. He writes,
1: All the citizens did little else except to carry the dead bodies to be buried. At every church, they dug deep pits down to the water table. And thus, those people who were poor died during the night were bundled up quickly and thrown into the pit. In the morning, when a large number of bodies were found in the pit, they took some earth and shoveled it down on top of them. And later, others were placed on top of them, then another layer of earth, just as one makes lasagna and layers of pasta and cheese.
0: You believe he said that? He referenced lasagna and pasta and cheese.
1: I I, I don't know Patrick's work, but... (laughs) Is this real? I don't know if that's real. I
0: don't know if that's real. Are
1: you Kuttring me right now? I have no idea. Did you just punk me? No, I didn't make that. I really, I didn't read the script ahead of time, folks. So I'm really like looking at Mike like he uh, just played me.
0: Somebody's claiming that Petruck, the famous Florence poet, that
1: a mass burial pit is like lasagna.
0: Wrote about a mass burial pit like it was lasagna. That's actually like like, that's actually like me
1: with my metaphors. That's I know.
0: I don't even know if this. It doesn't sound real. All right, let's go to another. Let's go to a real one. Let's go to a real one. Another man, Agnolo de Tura, from his Tuscan hometown, wrote of a similar account.
1: Different part of Italy, same voice. <laughs> <laughs> in many places, in many places in Siena, great pits were dug and piled deep with the multitude of the dead. And there were also those who were so sparsely covered with earth that the dogs dragged them forth and devoured many bodies throughout the city.
0: Dogs just fucking eating dead bodies.
1: I'm a hungry, have a body. What's and, a and, little plague dude, to me?
0: That's like having like Resident Evil dogs. Pretty like much. Like you've yeah. got fucking plague dogs running around.
1: That's the worst thing about having it being fleas. Like even if it was just like airborne, you could get away, but fleas just trickle and travel and fucking wait till they get to the fucking next Fucking
0: little. We're, we're going to get to the little villain soon. But how could this happen? So many gone, but where did it start? Who spread this vicious disease? Now let's try and figure this out together. So,
1: I bet you guys probably didn't guess from what you were told. But it's fucking climate change once again. No,
0: it, that's a myth.
1: Climate change. No, actually, that's a myth. I'm not a scientist, but my understanding, and I think everyone
0: either but, either is Greta Thunberg.
1: She is a mythical creature. I believe she, she is. Is not
0: this. a scientist.
1: No, I, b- I believe the the waste-producing, yacht-traveling little Oompa Loompa is a mythical creature. Um, but no, uh, natural thing, that human overpopulation has pushed into acceleration. Can we agree on that? No. Scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so climate change. So essentially, going back, a lot of like researchers now believe that the warmer weather... Um, if you're unfamiliar with Central Asia, if once you get out of the mountains, it's just plains. Like that's really all it is. Like yes, there's forests, but it's a lot of plains. So you have these field mice, and these field mice are the natural carriers of the plague fleas, who carry the plague bacteria. So when this wa- when this weather got warmer, it started raining much, and these fields flooded, and uh, these these plague-ridden mice and rats died. And if you're able to, like, what are you gonna do? Your ho- your essentially your metaphorical house burns down. You, what are you going to do? Kill someone. Give up? No, uh, exactly. go
0: find another house. You're going to
1: go find another fucking house. And in this case, it was goddamn Mongolians. You know what? They deserved it. They, I'm going to have
0: to say they deserved it. Yeah. You know, so, all them. Mo- remember them? all them Mongolian raids we covered? All the raids. You know what? Now they're getting raided.
1: There's a reason 16 million people can trace themselves back to Genghis Khan. And that reason is rape.
0: You know what? Everyone deserves to get... Go... <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> you won't leave that in? No, I'm saying like <laughs> everyone. Even though I say like people deserve stuff, like we're all gonna get it at some point. Oh yeah, Every, everyone <laughs> Every, gets turn. it's everyone's that sounded, turn. That, that sounds a lot
1: better than what you were going. Yeah, no, where, that's what where I it mean. sounded like you were going. No, that's anyway. what I meant. So yeah, the Mongolians. You know them. You've heard about them. You love them. If you're a revisionist or historian, piece of shit. And uh, so they would they would raid along the, play, the trade routes, and they brought it to the Silk Road. The Silk Road. And what is the Silk Road, Michael? I don't even know. The main trade route between Asia. It's a series of routes that Was- all lead in direct lines from from the coast of China. To the tip of Britain.
0: That's what we not literally it in um, Columbus. But yeah, it's the they route they took the trade route
1: before before ships and airplanes. Not before ships, but before airplanes and fucking modern transportation trains. Yeah, yeah. It's the main route between Asia and fucking uh, Europe.
0: I remember the Silk Road got really dangerous. And oh yeah, Oh yeah, we just talked. Yeah, about Yeah, the this. Columbus. I don't even. Yeah, Columbus Columbo. is like, nah, I can't take the Silk Road. I got to go that way.
1: Um. Yeah, and so these fleas. Like lost their natural house and they're like, well, I'm not beat. So they just hopped on some Mongolians who hopped on the Silk Road and essentially spread this fucking plague everywhere from the colder climates, which it was used to being. I
0: just picture like a flea riding a Mongolian like a horse. And so, Until, like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> have, killing other, like, uh, bacteria and shit, like the plague's killing other bacteria that lives on the Mongolians damn. in a brutal twist of irony. These damn fleas. Um, so research is really sparse, but, like, the records show, like, that there was a series of outbreaks even before, like, what we know as the Black Death, the European plague, for about 15 years prior to before it even touched Europe. And uh, low low estimates put it at 27 million dead before the plague even touched Turkey. In uh, 1347,
0: you talked about the bacteria, right? Yeah, I forget the exact name. It starts yersinia with Yersinia pestis. Yes. Yersinia pestis. Bacterium Yersinia pestis. I don't know if that's pronouncing it right, but that's what it is. I prefer you if you call me by my and plague name. I'll call you Pestis. Call me by my plague name. It's Black Diff. Still, <laughs> call me Black Diff. You're a fucking house rat. <laughs> that's what did it all. Your everything you said was a just. A conspiracy. Conspiracy by the it was rats. all the house rats. <laughs> 25 million Asians were dead by the time the Black Death reached Constantinople. As the Mongolians traveled the Silk Road, they brought the death with them. Now, some didn't even run from the plague. Instead, they tried to harness its power. Late 13th century, the Mongols allowed a group of traders from the Republic of Genoa to settle in their lands and establish a beneficial trading settlement and called it Kaffa. Monopolizing the Black Sea region, the Mongols and the Genoese worked well together and even set up the largest slave market in Europe. Now today, Kaffa is present day Theodosia.
1: That's actually a cool name, Feodosia. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so you got these Mongolians and these Genoese. They're working well together, getting along, mm. but it's it can't last. Yeah, in the forever. Mongolian
1: days, you either got down or you laid down, and the Genoese tried to get paid. And but they G- get down.
0: We're gonna see here the what the problem was. With Why doing couldn't business they with remain friends? This would have been all fine and dandy. But one thing always gets in the way. The Mongols had been Muslims since the 1200s, and the Genoese were mostly Christians. As time went on, brawls broke out while protesting each other's beliefs. I mean, they're they're never going to get along. You got the Muslims, you got the Christians... It's just not going to match.
1: The already cultural differences minus religion.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, they were making some money, got these slaves hustling, these slaves. But no, it's not, it it doesn't last. And then things start getting worse and worse. In 1343, a local Muslim in Tana was found dead after a fight. The Genoese knew this shit was about to explode into a clusterfuck of murder. They got their asses out of there and made their way back to Kaffa. To, Kaffa was their protection. They get inside Kaffa. They got walls up. They got a fortress. They're ready to go.
1: You will never get me in <laughs> you a, a fortress never of Kaffa. I got meatballs and spaghetti for days.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, the Genoese are basically Italians.
1: Yeah, this is before. This is like like the same thing with the Greek states, where they're like, technically, like, yeah, there is a Greece, but Greece is really Athens, Sparta. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we got these Italian Mm. men, hairy-chested, little mustaches, trying to hold. Five foot two. (laughs) Five foot two, trying to hold back these Mongolians. (laughs) So... (laughs) The Mongols were not going to let this go. We got murderers that just retreated back to Kaffa, but they were not going to let them go. They followed the criminals back to the city, demanding that Kaffa give the killers to them so they could be punished and most likely executed. Now, the city, Kaffa, refused to give the Genoese up. One Mongol, Jani Beg, <laughs> Jani- I don't know how to say that. Yanni. Uh, probably Jani. Jani Beg yeah. was shocked they didn't oblige. So Beg is shocked. He thought that Kaffa was just gonna give in and give these guys back to him, but no. Give me these criminals! <laughs> they refuse. So he decided it was best to lay siege to Kaffa. And take the culprits by force. The city of Kaffa had complete access to the sea, and they used it to bring supplies and reinforcements from the back. The Mongols were completely overrun. 15,000 troops were dead. They had to retreat. So Beg's idea was the most fucking dumb idea. He's ever had. They just got demolished by these little Italian men. Running around the siege. And
1: this is like a rare event for like a Mongol army to be defeated. Yeah,
0: the siege was a failure, but they're not gonna let it stop. And you know, Mongols—they don't stop. They just come. Remember in the South Park episode, they keep breaking the wall. They never. I will stop. see
1: you in two years. <laughs> From this day,
0: October defeats. They're not gonna... at sundown. I will come for vengeance. They do not give up. In 1345, he returned to Kaffa. I told you it would be two fucking years. (laughs) I'm back, bitch. But this time, he showed up with more than just catapults. As the Mongol army approached the area, the Black Death decides it wants to get in on the action. Mongolians began dropping like flies. Men developed grotesque lumps And the fevers ran high. If you have developed
1: grotesque lumps, please consult your doctor. If the lumps last longer than four hours, also consult
0: your doctor. Yeah, if you came in with that today, they'd be like, here, take this. You're good. See your doctor
1: about fight the fate.
0: Your lumps will go down. But no, they didn't. Their lumps were not going down. You got lumps everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, if you see paintings of this, Mm. of the Black Plague, there's literally, your whole body is covered with lumps. It's bleeding. It's pussing. So that's what's going on. Right before the Mongols are about to make an attack, they're they're ravaged with the Black Plague. They knew they could not win this war with the Black Plague. <laughs> like, you can't fight when you have the Black Plague going on. No, no but they still would not give up. So they were going to give Kafa a piece of, of their hellish experience, loading plagued corpses onto the catapults, they launched bodies over Kaffa's walls. Launching bodies over Kaffa's walls. Imagine that, dude. You just see fucking Ooh. diseased bodies, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking lump splatters did, on your head. Did,
1: did they? Did they? Did they just throw? Is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, It's everywhere. <laughs> Not Johnny. Little Johnny is covered
0: in, oh. in
1: mango feces.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Christians watched as bodies rained from the skies. Let the bodies set the floor. Let the bodies set the floor. Let the bodies set the floor. <laughs> Rushing to pick up the infected bodies and dump them into the sea. Get them out of there. But it was already too late. As soon as the first body hit the soil, the deed was already done. The Black Death ripped through Kaffa, ravaging the population of men, women, and children. Now, this Mongolian siege lasted until 1347. That's two more years of Black Death launching, catapulting bodies. Why you have the black death. Nutty.
1: And this is the part that sucks with fucking disease is like your fortress now becomes your prison.
0: What did I say? A Mongolian will not give up.
1: Never do Never.
0: with Mongolians. Never. I respect them.
1: I respectfully give them their distance. Stay away. Yeah,
0: I would stay away, but they're 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 badass, dude, these Mongolians. Survivors from Kafa managed to hop on a ship and flee the area. Now, when they arrived in Constantinople, they infected that entire city. So now we're seeing, this is how it happened. Everyone from each city has people that are fleeing and going to other cities. Constantinople was the real epicenter of the transmission. From here, people branched out all over Europe to try and escape. But you can't outrun the bubonic. Death.
1: One, two boobies coming for
0: you. <laughs> I have a little story from Sicily. Sicilia. October 1347. From Kaffa, 12 Genoese ships arrive at the Sicilian port of Messina by way of the Black Sea. As they were docking, locals went over to help the men get settled in. Welcome, guys. You're on oh you had a far journey. Let me help you out. Let me My give wife you a, just made spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> now, what they saw next sent them into shock. Almost everyone on the ship was already dead. And the survivors that were piloting the ship were covered in black boils that were dripping with blood and pus. We got more lumps, dude.
1: Lump gang. Lump gang. We got
0: more lumps. Imagine seeing this. You got this ship showing up. Everyone's almost dead, and you're like, what do we do? Are you going to help them? Take them into the hospital? No, we can cure these guys. We can help them out. I mean,
1: literally, we don't. We quarantine you.
0: No, you're... Get the fuck out of here. So the (laughs) Sicilian government labeled these as the death ships, ordered that everyone remain on board, and immediately head back out to sea. That's how fast... It took to doom one third of Europe's population. That little contact is enough to start the spread. Yeah, we're, we're airborne, baby. We are airborne. It doesn't matter if you touch anyone.
1: It's not airborne.
0: but Yes, it is. Yeah. There's three type. We'll get into it later. There's three types of play. Okay. Airborne, septic, and... I'll stay quiet for now. Uh, at least that's what I saw. So Genoa and Venice were leading commercial sea powers. They sent their galleys all over from Crimea to Egypt, around the Mediterranean, through Gibraltar, and all the way through Bruges and London. Italian cities were also leading industrial centers. They sent goods by land across Austria, Switzerland, France, Germany, Bohemia, and Hungary. This is where it gets crazy, because some people think that this was actually necessary for the world because all of Europe was getting overpopulated Mm -hmm. and they didn't have enough food. Like they were started making, what did they start doing? They had, they started making grain into cereal as a substitute for bread. Yeah. Like there was just too many motherfuckers being born.
1: Not enough land. Not Not enough enough
0: land. I I, Where was, uh, I think was this in Italy or was this everywhere? This was everywhere. Yeah, this was everywhere. So, so there hadn't
1: been... I believe this period is in between war. Like, there. there's a long peace, so to speak. Maybe yeah. a couple countries go at it, but, like, there's a long fucking and sucking session where people are just breeding out of control. What
0: are you gonna do? You're trying to, you know, take care of everyone, got this land. now. now you're getting hit with a fucking black death. There wasn't enough food before. Now all your shit's ruined. But... It ends up kind of helping all of Europe back then no one knew how the shit was being passed from human to human there was no treatments no prevention measures One doctor actually gave an explanation for what could be going on
1: the instantaneous death occurs when the aerial spirit escaping from the eyes of the sick man strikes a healthy person standing near looking at the sick. <laughs>
0: Wait, let's break that down. So,
1: Instantaneous death occurs when the aerial spirit, escaping from the eyes of the sick man, strikes a healthy person, standing near and looking at the sick man. So, you got your
0: spirit. You look at the sick person, (laughs) you get the ghost plague. What are you not fucking getting? I mean, he's not, like, that wrong, though. Like, if it's airborne... It's kind of the same thing. I mean, you're still like near them enough where you can hit them with it.
1: Why? What? what the fuck do you not? Know? It's ghosts. <laughs> it's fucking ghosts. Are you retired? Your
0: eye spirits. Are
1: you challenged?
0: No, I I know what I'm talking about. I'm from this timeline.
1: No, you don't have ghosts, and you're stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what he was telling people.
1: I swat the three ghosts today. When's the last time you swatted away a ghost, peasant?
0: No one had a fucking clue. These doctors were bloodletting, lancing, burning aromatic herbs, and even bathing people in rose water and vinegar. That's great. Some doctors just said fuck it and refused to see any more patients. People fled to the countrysides, but it follows wherever any species exists infecting cows sheep goats pigs chickens so many sheep died that there was actually a wool shortage too some just left their loved ones where they lay absolute pandemonium
1: that would suck like obviously this whole thing sucks but like to not even be able to like muster the strength food or fucking energy to bury your loved ones
0: would you leave your loved ones Oh uh, uh,
1: yeah, we've already talked about this. I think we're like, dude. The minute shit pops off in like a bad way, it's it's like.
0: It's every you know, man for it's got, I
1: guess it's gonna be me rousing the baby. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know they're gonna be slowing me down, and I'm gonna have to fucking carry the team. But Dang. like anyone that gets in the way, they're
0: fucking hit. But like, what's the population numbers compared to back then compared to now? I like, heard
1: uh 473 for Asia. Asia and Europe combined.
0: Yeah, like, are we, like, double or something? Triple?
1: 473 million to uh, 7 billion. Holy fuck,
0: dude. We are fucked. If something breaks out yeah. like that, there's that's, there's nowhere to go. That's
1: the real reason everyone's worried about the coronavirus. I didn't know, I
0: didn't know the numbers of, like, back then.
1: Yeah, th- I think they put it at 473, and we went down to 340. Dude. So, like, we went we went from a... The population of the United States in, like, the next 20 years down to, like, our population now. Just the United States, but globally.
0: There would be nowhere to run. Mm-hmm. No countryside. Everything would be fucked.
1: You might say there would be no country for old men.
0: Oh! There it is. That's what that movie's snuck about. Snuck it in. Snuck it in. I, I couldn't understand what that movie was about.
1: Wow, it's about a plague of immigration. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love the Coen brothers. There was an argument. That this was all just divine punishment for these evil human sins. God just wanted to spank that ass. One way to gain God's for- forgiveness was to purge all the troublemakers and heretics in town. Mobs began to rage. For example, many thousands of Jews were massacred as a sacrifice.
1: Did you read about the Muslim doctors? No. Yeah. No. This is back when, like, uh, before uh, Islam used to be a central, like, a, uh, a religion of learning too, as well. Not, not saying it's not now, but whatever. Um, so the doctors actually said, like, to interfere with the plague, like, to try and make yourself better in uh, in the Middle East, was uh, to go against the will of God.
0: To interfere?
1: Yeah, to like try and make yourself get better or anything, <laughs> like, because this was this was divine plague, and if you were if you were a good man, the plague would take you away to heaven. And if you're a bad man, I don't think they have a hell, but something to that effect.
0: I think I did just hear something about that. If you're Muslim, then you can't change. Like, even if you get sick today, I don't think you're supposed to do anything. Yeah. I think, like, I uh, don't know, actually. So those but,
1: Christian scientists.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure, but I think I heard that on something. Like, for certain sections. Yeah. Some of these dudes who were upper class became flagellants. They traveled from town to town, setting up shop and showing everyone their displays of penance. For 33 and a half days, three times a day, they would flog themselves with heavy leather straps. Some had little sharp metal pieces at the end. Has been a bad boy. <laughs> you ever see uh, Passion of the Christ? Yeah, yeah. That's what... Got a 9 tails. Yeah, that thing is crazy. I have been so greedy. Now Gibson <laughs> just <laughs> fucking...
1: <laughs> I've hated so many plaster where people starved. <laughs>
0: remember the South Park episode where she's whipping on the whole movie? Yeah. <laughs> That's all there is. Kind of is like that.
1: Pretty much was, yeah.
0: People were doing shit for God. That's what it was. That's who caused this black plague. Yeah, the heavens were punishing. King of France, Philip VI, tells of an alignment of three planets in 1345 that caused the contaminated air. This is a big theory. This is what the theory was, actually. This is called the miasma theory. Miasma. Miasma theory and it not only caused the black plague it was blamed for cholera chlamydia and any other warts on their dicks this is what they blame for all this shit that's so cheating husbandish
1: like honey, and nah, I swear to God, it's I didn't, I didn't fuck her. It's the moon, the planets aligned, and now I got bumps on my dick. It was
0: the planet?
1: I got the planets. I, didn't, I would never, honey. I would
0: never. Oh, that's That's actually hilarious. Yeah. How they blame that on that?
1: No, I, honey, I stopped talking to her years Especially ago. Especially
0: King Philip the Sixth, just fucking, film whatever he wants with his fucking housemaids.
1: Just being French and fucking cheating.
0: You kind of hear like how crazy this thinking is. This actually was the way of thinking up until 1880 1880 that's like 500 years of this shit and this is when it was replaced with germ theory of disease. Doctors were finally getting a grasp on reality that we practice till this day. That took a while
1: yeah I mean I think didn't you put me onto the neck?
0: Yeah yeah. Yeah, like, I love that. Show. So,
1: like, surgery wasn't even real until. I like, know
0: <laughs> like, they're fucking just testing shit. Yeah, they, they were
1: they were still testing shit out in like the
0: 1900s. Uh, i watched that show. If you haven't seen that show, then yeah, Nick. Me-
1: if you don't know, medicine's really new. No. Like, really medicine's is. like modern medicine is real, real new.
0: Like, they, this dude was testing abortions in front of like a stadium, trying to like figure out how to do it. Yeah. So we can say now that there are three types of plague. First, there was the bubonic variety. Swollen tumors started showing up around the victim's armpits and neck. Now, once you saw these appear, you knew the victim had up to a week to live. This is the type from the flea that infects the rat, that infects the human. That's how it that's how it's kind of started, right? Ring around the
1: rosy.
0: Pockets
1: full of posies, ashes, ashes, we all fall down.
0: Yep. Is that what that's from? You didn't know that? No. Yeah. Well, I I knew it was something like that because yeah. everyone says it, but mm-hmm. it's from the Black Plague. Mm-hmm. And then the wow. pocket full of posies, oh like the
1: God. the plague doctor masks. And I know what you're Ooh, gonna say. So that's gotta be. I know. It's, no, yeah. that's all right. Well, wh- so the flowers were supposed to protect you from the evil miasma. Ooh. Like they literally thought it was this. That that's essentially the miasma theory the smell of death was going to kill you. So they would put flowers and shit to keep away the smell.
0: So this is the first type of plague is actually, that's what you want. If you're going to get a plague, you want to get the first type because you can actually live for a week in agonizing pain. But the second version was the pneumonia plague. It mainly attacked the respiratory system and only took one breath for someone to pass it to a human. Making it a human to human event. This is where it became human to human. Unless a human is gonna bite another human, they're not. They're not. not, they're, not they're not passing it. Like unless they go. I think. Well, no, we'll get to the other one. But yeah, this is breath, and you only get one to two days for this one. You're <laughs> gonna die. Now the third version is the septicemic plague. This disease attacked the bloodstream fever chills abdominal pain shock and a bleeding into the skin or the organs was all possible with this type people got this from a version of the other two so those other first two the pneumonic and the bubonic will turn into septicemic so again this is the this one you only get one to two days too one to two days for the bottom two types. Some doctors did what they could to reduce the pain of the suffering, but this pestilence was beyond them. Would you like some morphine? They didn't have that. They didn't? They didn't have shit. They definitely had opium, no? Did they? I don't fucking know. I don't know we don't Medicine know. wasn't I'm real. I'm sure they had some type of shit, but I, I don't... I, they were trying
1: to fight off ghosts and shit.
0: I mean, I don't think they had morphine.
1: Imagine if your doctor was a part-time Ghostbuster. Like, just trying to fight spirits I out I would you. love it. You'd love a slow death.
0: <laughs> They're trying to do what they can to help them, but it's, there's nothing really they can do. Now, what people remember most about these men was the costumes they wore during the outbreak. It was a light wax-coated overcoat, a mask with glass eye openings, and a beak-like nose stuffed with herbs, spices, and hay. Now, maybe this is just me, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people think that's what this was from the Black Plague. I always did. Mm -hmm. When I saw this, you know, the picture with the fucking beak thing. The bird mask. the, The cloak and the beak. Yeah, the bird mask. I always thought that was from the Black Plague. But no. No, it is not. There is actually zero evidence that these costumes existed during the 1300s. It's actually credited to a French doctor, Charles de Lorme, in 1619. Good thing, too. They wore the shit out of these costumes during the Plague of 1656, in which 145,000 people died in Rome, plus another 300,000 in Naples. But I just wanted to put that in there because... Like, I, when I was writing this, I thought, like, I'm going to get to write about these costumes. And then I got to it, and I'm like, wait. I've been lied So, yeah, those costumes are for a plague, though. Just not that. Just not yet. 300 and something years later. Now, as the colder weather moves in, bodies are carted off the streets. This is the moment when it was no longer acceptable to live among rats and fleas. Imagine that. People were like, alright, we got rats living with us, it's fine. The whole ideology changed. As the colder weather moves in, bodies are carted off the streets. This is the moment where it was no longer acceptable to live among rats and fleas, but these bodies were never going to fit in the local church cemeteries.
1: But what are we to do, Michael?
0: We are just going to die. But Absolutely Michael, I, die.
1: I was going to be a doctor. <laughs> my wife, she was going to be a seamstress.
0: We are going to die.
1: She was going to sew trousers, Michael. My daughter, she was going to grow potato. She was going to be the best potato grower ever.
0: According to William Maitland's book uh, from 1756, History of London, the Bishop of London... Bought a property called No Man's Land. No, we are not talking about World War One. This was his own No Man's Land to bury his share of the victims. So, in his tent, he's trying to help out in London. He he's burying as many people as he can, but I mean, there's just too many dead bodies in London. So this bishop is out of room. It's filled up. He fills up that spot. But there was another local landowner purchased another thirteen acres across the way. They started stacking bodies five deep, and all around Europe, people were doing similar things. There's just pits everywhere full of bodies, and this is what this is how we're getting the information today. You go to a um burial pit. Uh, forget the plague pit. Call them plague pits. Yeah. You go to a plague pit. And dig dig up these bodies, and you do you do like the DNA testing and all that shit on them. That's how they're figuring out like what these what how what these people went through. Now this was shocking to people though, like throwing all these bodies in the same hole, and you don't like go to a mass grave and put flowers on top of the mound. No. Like you can't visit if you have a relative that died in the plague and they were thrown in the pit. Like, it just ruined that whole thing for people where, like, I can go visit my relative. Like, they're in the pit somewhere now. So it, it, pe- It's very dehumanizing. Yeah, people were shocked about this. It was at an end. For now. Needing to get back to cultivation and building a new society. Everyone relied on peasants to fill in for higher class of jobs. Once the peasants figured out they had some power, they started asking for more money. Now, do you have anything else on the ending of the plague? It's just the colder weather, right? Kind of just dies Pretty out. Very
1: much, in the it just it, it would ebb and flow. It would get it would get taken out, and then it would come back, and it would just ebb and flow until, like, essentially modern medicine. Like we yeah, say. like it's and like people knew it, and like. You were taught. You touched about it about it a little bit with the rats and not accepting like living by rats anymore. Like people got better about not throwing their shit into the streets. And just, yeah. Hygiene got better.
0: People got to throw their rats out of their house, <laughs> like gotta, they've been the they've been rotten for yeah. Like, ever.
1: Yeah, people got better about hygiene. Like general health just got better. People we had better access to food. People were more food conscious. Like people got so when you're malnourished. You're more susceptible to infection. So if you have a malnourished person by you, they can get infected and then give it to you. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just everything got better to eventually where like conditions were met where like you didn't have to worry about the plague as much. And then yeah. I believe we even came up with a vaccine, if I'm not mistaken. I I don't.
0: I I'm mean, not. I'm dude, not. i am we are talking that. like. Ugh. Thousand years later, probably. And again,
1: like I said, this goes up to like 1904, 1905. Yeah,
0: like it's, there was nothing for so long. But now the plague's ending. It's autumn. The plague's ending around autumn. The colder weather's moving in. People are trying to get these bodies out of there, clean up the streets, get, get things going again. Get these bodies off my floor. Get these bodies off my floor. Yeah. So we got peasants. Peasants, these damn peasants, they didn't have a good job. No. Now we need them. We need them to get this shit back Bring in order. Bring out your dad. We need them to farm. We need them to do a fish. All the fu- whatever the fuck you need. you need. Peasants are still there.
1: God, I need work.
0: So... They want more money. They know that they are needed more than they used to be.
1: Listen, everybody else is dead, so you can pay me 20 or you can suck my balls. <laughs> and
0: then Edward III of England was like, fuck you guys. Fuck you. you you're not doing shit. Peasant You're going to work, but you're not getting more money.
1: Oi, you can suck me stack. You ain't getting a fucking <laughs> rat pence from me, you fucking scum. So
0: he wasn't about to let some fucking peasants bully him into anything. He passed the statute of laborers in 1351, and this basically put a cap on pay. Whatever someone would have got paid in 1346, that's what they're going to get paid now. There's no raises, nothing capped out pay. Each peasant gets paid the same or less, and that's it. Now, still, this didn't stop some employers. They ignored that law. They were willing to do anything to get their lives back on track because you got some peasants who are like, no, I'm not working for that mm. much. I'm not doing this dumb shit. And some employers like, I mean, you're not you don't have Edward the Third like on your shoulder looking over, seeing what you're doing. Mm. These, these employers got to get shit done. So they're like, all right, I'm 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 breaking that cap. I'm not following the statute of laborers. Yeah. So they start they some of them pay the peasants more. Even though all this death was happening, some think the reduction in population stimulated society. Like I was saying in the very beginning, it opened up the door for the Renaissance period, a time of great beauty, artistic expression, and built around patronage.
1: Like you said, there there was a lot of benefits to it. There's less population, less competition. You can't charge as much for rent when there's not as many people to rent from you. Yeah. Um, There's not as many workers. The workers are getting better wages. Like I said, they're not competing for space. They're not competing for food. There's jobs all around. It's basically like what every politician is promising us right now, minus the fucking population extermination. Like, I'm going to make it better. Food's gonna be cheaper. Resources are gonna be cheaper. Rent's yeah, that's gonna be cheaper, burning. and there's, there's gonna be more burning. money for you. No,
0: that's Bernie. Yeah, I will, uh, no, we're we're uh, we're not getting. Into we're not this, doing this. <laughs> we're not, like, you, there's a uh, lot I didn't know, and so, so, like the like the Renaissance period, a flourishing society came out of all this death. It's like, a, yeah. It was people were fucking set. They just built a new whole new thing
1: out of this. Everything gets cheaper. The work gets paid more. Like it's it's. It, there's too many fucking people, Mike. <laughs>
0: Dude, we you gotta do like, something. You sound it. like Hitler. Whoa,
1: <laughs> I, it's not the voice I was going for, but I was going for like Batman villain. But you know, it is
0: what it is. You know. Oh, uh, that's that's all we got. That that's the Black Death. Yeah, the Black Death. Can you believe it? Why it gotta be black? I don't know. Actually, I don't really know. That's kind of. This whole episode's been racist. racist. God damn it! Every time we should get snuck on. What
1: are we gonna call this? <laughs>
0: the Black Day. So that's it. I mean, people say it was a bad thing, but a good thing <laughs> came out of it. That's all I got. People said it was I'm, bad. Ma- I'm Mike Bonomo. That's Brian Davies. Night-night. This is Fight the Fate. <laughs>